people that is gathered out here tonight are to be in uh, Bible study with us and to all of the visitors who are here, we welcome you to our Bible class and to Greater Bethlehem Temple. So we would like for you to just join right in and if you have any questions or any comment, just feel free to ex express your ideas or your opinion because it's yours, but I won't express my opinion. I'm going to give you what the word of the Lord says. I'm going to tell you according to the word of the Lord. So many times it's, uh, that we have heard things that really isn't in the Bible. And you've heard them so long until you just uh, think they're there, but it isn't. Now remember, there's one thing that we want to recognize in the word of the Lord, and this is right. There is a way that seems right to man. It may seem right, but that doesn't make it right. Amen. It has to be according to the word of the Lord. The next thing I would want you to keep in mind, the Bible said, for what if some do not believe? Should the unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Let God be true. Let God's word be true. And every man alive. Amen. So we must stick to the word. All right. Another thing I would like for you to notice, try to understand. I said this some time ago, and it's still standing according to the word of the Lord. Some of the things in God's word has passed and it's considered dead. The law. Amen to us. So we got to say what the apostles say or said and stand for what they stood for. Amen. Because we are living in a different dispensation from the law. So let us look to the Lord that he may bless us. Now it didn't look like too many of you one until three when I say some things is dead. Uh, but if you want me to prove it, I'll go to the book of Romans and prove to you, amen, that according to what Paul is saying, that some things is not a fact to us. Amen. But it's still God's word. We can go there and we can teach from it. But again, we have to rightly divide. The word of truth. All right. We thank the Lord. Now we're going to get ready now to go into God's word. This is 19 and 86. The Lord has blessed us and this will be our first Bible class in this year. Uh, no, our second Bible class because I didn't teach the first Wednesday night. But Bishop Stallworth taught Bible class on the first Wednesday night. But however, 
let us learn to agree with God. I don't care nothing about you agreeing with me. You don't have to. If, if, if I say something that is not according to God's word, amen, you don't have to agree. But if God said, then please agree with God. Amen. Or you'll find yourself really kicking against him. For our subject, I didn't really finish either time. Our subject from Sunday morning and Sunday night, preaching God's word. I didn't finish. I'm going to still use the same subject. And the subject that I use on Sunday morning and Sunday night was unhinged. Unhinged. Amen. You would be surprised. I feel the reason the Lord is still dealing with me on this particular subject is because God knows every one of us. He knows better than we know ourselves. Amen. Now, I want you to know where we are to begin tonight will be from the book of Ephesians. We're going from the book of Ephesians to the book of Job, and from Job to the book of Psalms, and from Psalms to our Corinthians, and Hebrews, and Peter. Amen. I want someone to get the scripture also since it's flashing through my mind. Concerning of they went out from us, but they was not of us. I want you to get that because that is one of the main things that are we're going to talk about tonight. Now I say one off. The main thing that we're going to talk about tonight, Paul them had trouble in their day, in their time, and we are having it in our day. Amen. People is so polluted. Amen. And like I said some time ago, we, some of us will follow anybody. Amen anybody. The devil can show you things when it comes to God's Word. But I want to say again to each of you tonight, to whom it may concern, and I hope are that God will bless you and help you, that you will be concerned enough to understand and to believe that God is trying to help us. We are not living under the law. How many really know that? We are not living under the law. We are living under grace. 
And do you know a lot of us right now saying that we are saved, saying that we are happy, saying that we have the Holy Ghost, Sister Terry, thank you, and we can't find in our heart, we just can't find in our heart forgiveness to forgive someone. Now this is this is bad. Now Jesus said, if you don't forgive, he won't forgive. Although I don't think we believe that, but it's true. We get out and we pray. If we pray and we say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, do this for me. Lord, do that for me. But we don't want to forgive. This is bad. Well, you might say, well, how you know that you have to keep it in the individual? When you just keep bringing things up, holding things against an individual, it's there. Then this is bad. Now, Paul is talking to people like us. What you mean, like us? Black folks? No. He's talking to those who are saved. Those that are in the body of Christ. Those that have been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. According to Acts 2.38. And those that have been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in town according to Acts 2 and 4. Now this is another thing I want to make clear before we start. We have here in the word of the Lord in the Bible saints who are Christ-like, who have been born again with different gifts. Some have the gift of tongue. You cannot have the gift of tongue. Please don't get these two different type tongues mixed up. You will never speak in an unknown tongue until you have spoke in other tongues. Other tongue and unknown tongue is two different tongues. You never speak in an unknown tongue until you first have received the gift of the Holy Ghost and spoke in another language. Now, unknown tongue is another language, but no one can understand an unknown tongue except it be interpreted. Our God have to give the individual who are speaking the interpretation. Now that's after you have become a Christian or you're a child of God, you've been born again, and God gives you this gift, which is a special gift. But remember speaking in other tongues, according to the word of God, in a different language than anybody from whatever country they're from or wherever they're from, speak it, hear you speak it in their own language. 
speech or their tongue, they can understand it. But the Bible says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speak not unto man but unto God, because no man understandeth him. However, he speaketh a mystery. Now this is what I want to clear up, and I feel that I haven't done a good job yet unless I go to it, though that is not our, our lesson for tonight. But, I want you to know what we're about to go into. The word of the Lord, we're going to be teaching, first of all, from the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. And this is the church. Paul is speaking to people who have accepted the word of the Lord, who have been baptized in water in Jesus' name, have been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in another language or another tongue. Now, another tongue are in the book of Acts. And in the book of Mark, Mark 16 and 16, and Acts, the second chapter, is the same type tongue. These signs shall follow them, so Mark said in 16 and 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall speak how? In a new tongue. A new tongue and other tongue is the same tongue. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But an unknown tongue is different. And Lord help us to understand that after we get into it. All right. So here is a body of baptized believers that baptized in the name of Jesus, not Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Matthew 28, 19. I've tried to help people to understand this. But it seems like the Bible said that they're just dull of hearing. I don't know whether they think you, that they just don't want to. They won't turn loose what they think. But to me it's very simple. To me it's very plain. It's just as simple as if I would say go open that Door. Well, the door will never be open except you do like I say. Amen. Jesus commissioned, he commissioned his disciples. He said, go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, in A-M-E, in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Well, because some of us didn't understand, then we repeated what he said and never obeyed him. But he said, do it in the name. He said that in Matthew 28, 19. On the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, 38, when the question was asked, men said, brother, what shall we do? Peter said, repent every one of you. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 
for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, I heard this uh, the other night when someone was on the air discussing the word of the Lord. They read something in that wasn't there. If you notice, it didn't say in your Bible to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. It didn't say that. But because of what we feel and what we think, amen, then we read that in, not even saying it. If it said for your sin, then that would simply mean the sin you commit. But it said be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Not your sin. Amen. Alright. So here in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. Now, in order to really get out to where I want to get, to make sense, and I said the word of the Lord should make sense. And it does. Yes, it does. Alright. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Let us begin with the first verse. Now that is the way I really want to start, but I want you to get what I'm trying to get over to you. Alright, now listen. What we want to talk about, and the thing that I want to point out to you, we need to be steadfast. And I find, and have found, and still finding out, in all of my past. All the years that is so many of us is wavering. We are unstable. We are not sure. We doubt ourselves. The devil can come up and knock some of us out anytime he gets ready. Some of us will believe anything. We'll believe anybody. But remember, we're supposed to grow up in the Lord. When you first get saved, yes, you may believe this or that, but when will we grow up? Amen. Amen. We're supposed to come to mature. We're supposed to be men and women in the Lord. And we're supposed to really know what God is trying to say to us, where that we will not let the devil carry us any way he want to carry us. All right? The first verse of the fourth chapter of Ephesians. I therefore, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, uh -huh. beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. All right. With all loneliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. One heart in them. 
one body. Only one. So he said to the vision church, there is one body. So if God said one, he mean one. Amen. So let's say what they say. If we say what the apostles said, if we stand for what they stood for, we got it made. All right. There's one body. And one spirit. How many believe that? How many believe that there's just one body? Hallelujah. Then you, if you believe, then stand on it. Huh? Be steadfast. How many believe that there's one spirit? Then stand on it. Be for it. Don't let the devil make you wavering. There's one spirit. Read. There is one body. One body. One spirit. Uh-huh. Even as ye are called in one hope of your power. You see, God's got one purpose in mind. Every one of us, regardless who we are, one hope of our calling. So you see, God don't have a purpose for you and for you and all of us to have a different route. One hope of our calling. Now listen. One Lord. There is but one Lord. One faith. One Lord and one faith. Did one. you hear that? Now that's the reason I have to declare everything else is wrong. Come on, I believe that. There's one Lord. It ain't but one. Lord's many. But to us, there's only one Lord. So don't get them mixed up. One Lord. And one thing. Brother, you know that's, a, that's one that hits pretty hard. How many different faiths do we have? But it's only one true faith. One faith. That's the one we should contend for. All right? One baptism. Hey, but one way to be baptized. Oh, I know I might share something. Somebody don't need one more. But I told you just before, the Bible said, let God be true, true. And I told you there is but three baptisms in our whole body. And two of them is going off the sea. Amen. Now I'll tell you what you do. Try to get baptized under Moses. Or try John's baptism. And see what it works. It only worked at that time. It won't work now. Everybody now that uh, is to be baptized, they must be baptized like the apostles baptized. In the name of Jesus. For neither is there salvation in any other. Amen. So this is God one and only way. Amen. God ain't trying to confuse us. He wants us to know what he is trying to get us to do. So there's only one baptism. Amen. So then that knocked the Catholics out. 
Huh? It knocks them all the way out. Uh, some of them say, well, I baptize you the way you want to. I'll sprint it. That knocked the Methodists out. Come on. That knocked the Baptists out. That knocks all, everybody out who don't believe in being baptized the right way. In the name of Jesus. If you've been baptized in the title of Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, you need to go back again. Oh, they didn't do no good. That's why that he said, be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. Nothing can take away those old Adam's sin, the sin that you were born in the world with, but the name and the blood of Jesus. Amen. You see, you don't just be baptized in the name. When you be baptized in the name of Jesus, something else happens. Amen. The name of Jesus calls his blood to be applied. And the blood is the thing that cleanses from sin. The blood is a detergent. It cleans. Put all of the hot water in the washing machine you want to. And if you don't put no detergent in there, your clothes will never get clean. All right, so he said, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Only one. Where is the one? Look for it. Search for it. Ask about it. Until you find it. Because I declare, there is the one. All right? One God. And there is but one God. Lord have mercy. Some believe it's three. Huh? Some believe it's more than that. But there's one God. Now you know what he's trying to do? Paul is trying to set the record straight. Y'all don't know. Y'all know right now more than a lot of preachers have been preaching for years. They don't know what you know. There's one God. There's no such thing as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. It's nowhere in your body. There's no such thing as there's three distinct persons. Three distinct persons in the garden. No such thing. Faith will help you to believe what the Bible said. In Jesus, in God's Son, huh, dwell all the fullness. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. In Jesus, and I. there's Father, there's Son, and there's Holy Ghost. Father, Amen. Son, Amen. and Holy Ghost. Amen. All in 
church attack. It seems, didn't they say? They said there's three distinct persons in the Godhead. Say there's God the Father, who is the Creator, who is the Spirit. There's God the Son, who is the Son of God. And there is God the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit. Now said, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, which is three distinct persons. Huh? So he separated them. Say, now you just question on them, all three of them. So the Catholic, the Catholic Church is the one that changed the formula of baptism. So they said, we're going to honor all three of them. For a long time, everybody was baptized in one way. And that was in that one way in the name of Jesus. All right, but when they changed it, they said when you're baptized, we would have baptized and said, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, give it all of them credit. Amen. This was wrong from the beginning. But that's the way they saw it. That's the way they understood it. Amen. But that didn't make it right. And if any of you in here tonight that is under the sound of my voice, if you expect for God to save you, you've got to be saved God's way. You've got to be saved the Bible way. Remember, Father is a type. Son is a type. Holy God is a spirit. But he said, baptize in the name N-A-M-E, in the name of the Father. Amen. Amen. So you see, we got to do it like he said. So, you see, these three, these three, come on, get behind. These three, oh, let me say, these two got in this war. Can't walk no water. You 
Some of them have tried. Water ain't for the walk on. Number one. Amen. But Jesus walked on the water. He didn't walk in the water. He walked on the water. Hallelujah. So you see, when you got Jesus, you got Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father in creation. Son in redemption. Holy Ghost in the church. Well, Philip couldn't see it. Jesus kept talking about my father. Philip said, show us the father. Amen. Jesus said, when you see me, you see the father. Jesus didn't mean that he himself, as a fleshly human being, was the father. But he knew what was in him. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, 
Didn't God get happy? All right, let us move on now. One God. One God. And Father of all. Who is above all. And through all. And in you all. He's in us. If we have his spirit. Read. Bible, what he can't say, well, he said it. The Bible said it. 
When you come here, you are in school. You ought to bring your Bible. You ought to bring your pencil. Amen. And your notebook where you can take it down. Because, listen, we mean business here. Huh? God wants you to see and understand that there is something false out of every truth. Something false is going to rise up. My God, but he give me a baseball bat. Hallelujah. When he stick his head up, he's the bat that all the way back down. Hallelujah. I know the devil is planting tap. And he's slipping dirty by night. Hallelujah. But thank God, the man of God, he can come along and say, look. We planted wheat, but there's tap. Huh? But somebody that recognized. What's going on will say, our enemy. Our enemy is the one that done that. The devil is trying to uproot you. He's trying to show you something else. But there is nothing else. People that want to be seen, God can't talk to them. The devil is going to show them something. Amen. I wouldn't visit to them. You can read between lines or read down on it any way you want to. I wouldn't visit to them. I'm going to say like Jesus said to the devil, get behind me. Anybody that needs truth and go looking for something else and saying this is truth and this is right if it ain't according to the apostles teaching. It's wrong. Come on. Jesus never prayed a vain prayer. Huh? Jesus said, make the church one. Didn't he say something? Make the church one. Hallelujah. He said that I know you've heard but I'll tell you what I want you to do. In St. John 17, he said, now this is what I want you to do. Now you have given them to me, and I've kept them and I've taught them. Hallelujah. I delivered unto them your word. Now he was praying. He said, now neither Pray for these alone, for his apostles, but also for them that believe on Jesus through the apostles' word. Hallelujah. There's no way out except you believe like they believe. Amen. So, here come the devil. Going to come in and go over in the Old Testament. Listen, what's for the church today in the Old Testament, they went over there. They got out of the Old Testament what would be benefit or what is to benefit us over here in the church. You couldn't understand the Old Testament. For the Old Testament, 
is to be interpreted. And you don't even know what it was all about. But what is for the church, they brought it over here. And this is the thing that we must go by. Now let me show you something. Get me the book of Romans. I think it's chapter 7. Lord, I've got so much. Let me show you this. Chapter 7, verse 1. Know ye not? Come on. Brethren. Brethren. Well, I speak to them. I speak in or I'm speaking to them. That know the law. I'm speaking to them that know the law. Did you hear that? Yes. I'm speaking to them that know the law. Come on. How that the law. How that the law. The Lord have dominion over man as long as he lives. Come on. For the woman, the woman which had an husband, husband is bound by the law. Did you hear that? Is she bound? Yes. Is she bound? Yes. She is bound by the law to her husband, to her husband so long, so long Hallelujah. Now you ain't free. Read. But if the husband be dead. Now if the husband be dead. She is loose from the She law is free from that law. Of her husband. Of her husband. So then so if, if. While her husband lives. As long as her husband lives. She be married to another man. If she go and be married to another man. She shall be called an adultery. Is that right? Yes. Come on. But if her husband be dead. If her husband be dead. She is free from that law. Mm -hmm. So that she is no adultery. She is no adultery. Though she be married to another yes, man. Yes, she is married to another man. Read. Wherefore, my brother. Now, he said, that's what I'm going to really show you. Wherefore, my brother. Ye also are become dead to the law. Wait a minute. Didn't I tell you that? Amen. Did you hear that? Now he said all that to say this. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also, you that have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, huh? Since the coming of Christ, since this is a new dispensation, ye all are what?
Can't feel. None of that. Read. Ye are also become dead to the law. You're dead to the law. By the body of Christ. By what? The body by of the Christ. body of Christ. Hmm? Something has happened. Something has changed. And it took the death of Jesus. The suffering of Jesus to change things. Dead by the body of Christ. Don't let nobody try to pull you out of that. Make you to believe something else because this is right. He having a time with them over here, but yet it's right. He's trying to uh, help them to be steadfast. Because he know pretty soon somebody else will come along. And bring about that old Mosaic law. Hmm? Read. That ye also are become dead to the law. To the law? By the body of by the body of Christ. That ye should be married to another. That should be married to another. Even to him. Even to him. Who is raised from the dead. Did you hear that? Even to him who God has raised from the dead. Can you see it now? Can you understand what it means when I made my statement at first? Lord help us. All right. Now, First John, where you said that other? First John two nineteen. They went out from Now there was some with us. Hmm? They sit there with us. They were baptized in Jesus' name. Come on. And they act like they got the Holy Ghost. Huh? Now you listen to it. They sit there under the teaching. But they wasn't taking in and accepting the things that they should have been. Huh? They still had their own way in their thoughts. So they went out. When they couldn't get you into, when they couldn't convince you to believe like they believe, then they left hmm? and started them something. Huh? They went out from us. They went out from Greater Bethlehem Temple, but they was not of us, not even from the very beginning. Time will take Now let me tell you something. When God threw Lucifer down from the position and place where he was, he didn't just fall himself, huh? But he drug the third part down with him, with his tail. Now the commentary have it that the Died Lucifer as a bull with horns. Well, they say the devil got horns. Do we know he's a spirit? But he's trying to show you something. So when God threw him out of heaven, then he was falling. 
and he had a tail. And on the end of his tail, there was a lot of stars, which represented heaven. He drove a third part along with him. Now, what it mean about his tail, it mean his lies, deceiving the people, making them think that he was right. Hallelujah. Making them think that he had something he didn't have. Anybody that leave Greater Bethlehem Temple and go out trying to start something in a chicken coop. In anything. God ain't with you. Hmm? I say God ain't with you. And you that do like Nicodemus, though your morning wasn't like his, because they tell me that Nicodemus, that's all the spare time he had. He was a businessman. He could only go to Jesus by night. He wasn't trying to slip. Hallelujah. But some of you slip and go cross town. Hallelujah. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with the one that left. Amen. Nobody put them out. But the truth will make you wrong. Sound doctrine. Won't let you stand still. Hallelujah. So when they found out they couldn't convince us, they let out from us. Hallelujah. But they was not of us. Because we're still standing over here, leaning on God's word, knowing that every day with God is just a lack. Come on and talk to me. Hallelujah. And you, that hypocrite, and sneak over there. Oh, now you know who I'm talking about. My God, if it wasn't, you know, I, I would call me. Uh, but I'm trying to be sort of intelligent. You know, but you know, you, you can read between lines. And if you don't, if you don't, if you got an idea of who I'm talking about, and you don't know, come to me at the bottom, I'll tell you. But you slip it over there. Mm -hmm. On Saturday. Hallelujah. In all that corruption. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. You that going over there, with the mind to try to straighten them out, you better watch yourself. You can't straighten them out. I'll try to straighten them out. I'll try to help them. I want them to help them. You running over there. The Bible says strengthen up the hand of an evil doer. Come on here. So you, you running over there. You sneaking over there. They went out from us. But they were not of us. Lord have mercy. Some
everybody know it. God don't want no hypocrites. Amen. Do you know what God told me to do? If you don't straighten up and do what you're supposed to do in the line of right, is to put you out and let you go over yonder where you want to go. You know what we need to tell me that? Stick around. Stick around. I told you he told me to tighten the nut. Tighten it down. Amen. Amen. I know this is right. I know if God sent a person here, he ain't going to tell them to leave. And somebody lying on them. If God say go there, amen, you're supposed to go there and stay there. I don't care whether you agree or not, stay there. Amen. Now God sent a lot of folks here. He ain't changed. Amen. Lord, I'm going to teach this year. I'm going to show you something. That's not beating around the bush. But I'm trying to help you to be steadfast. Huh? Trying to put the right thing in you. Where you won't be carried away with every wind of doctrine. You can't prove in the Bible nowhere where you don't supposed to pay tithes. You can't prove in the Bible nowhere where that you supposed to esteem one day higher than the other. Remember the Sabbath day. It's in the Bible. Jesus said, what you talking about, man? Talking about breaking the law on the Sabbath. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm the Lord on the Sabbath. The Sabbath don't control me. I control the Sabbath. Y'all ought to get happy. If you get happy, you're gonna get well. Stop dancing. Ain't that right? Lord, have a, oh, I, I forgot to ask you about your daddy. I'll ask you about him later. Please don't let me forget. Amen. But you know, this, this is something we all should be glad to hear. Huh? This is sound doctrine. Jesus didn't pay no attention to no Sabbath or what they thought. His disciples is following him, and I'm following him too. And he allowed his disciples to pluck corn on the Sabbath day, didn't he? And you, and you sitting up there trying to keep the Sabbath and throw it up at home. Teach a little bit. Hmm? Pray a little bit. But don't do nothing else on this Sabbath. You hypocrite. You do more than that. You, you, you won't do something but you'll kill on the Sabbath. <laughs> Turn. Don't you know that never was a man that could keep the law? Hmm? 
Don't you read? Don't you know that's the reason Jesus had to die? Huh? Don't you know that was too much? It was too strict. They couldn't keep it. And keeping the law and going by the seventh day. Listen, if you made it to a certain place, honey, and wherever sunset caught you, that's why you had to stay. Come on. You know who you wasn't supposed to go no further? If you found what found going no further, you was a transgressor. It's too hard. Now God shall excuse you. Because he know you're wrong. What? He said, I don't want you to be no more chariot. Tossed to and fro. Some folks don't know what's right. Hmm? They don't know who's right. And that keep them wondering. I wonder. I'm telling you, I'm all confused. That's what they say. But you better get it. Because there is but one thing that's right. There is but one truth. Amen. Amen. Now listen to what he said. They went out from us. They went out from us. But they were not of us. They was not of us. For if they had been of us. If they had been of us. They would have no doubt. They would have uh, no doubt. They would no doubt. Uh-huh. speaking the same thing. I'm talking about being on one accord. It isn't saying because you go somewhere else and start a work and you left Trinity Bethlehem Temple. If you continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. I'm teaching on steadfast. Get me the book of Job. Chapter 11, verse 13 through 15. Now let me say this where you can have everything on tape I'm saying. It may not even have of you receive or accept what I'm saying. But do you know what? I can't help you. Huh? You may not agree with me at all. You may wish I couldn't get on something else. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say what God has put on my heart to say. i got to give an account of God. I can't help how sour you look. I don't care how you don't appreciate it. I'm going to say it anyway. If you let this drive you from Greater Bethlehem Temple, you just as good as gone because I ain't going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Oh, no, I'm not going to stop. Amen. Because if you go, I've got sense enough to know that God's going to send ten to your one back in. He's going to do it. Amen. We should teach this thing with boldness. Amen. See, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm saying is true. Amen. 
One thing about it, I can rightly divide the word. Amen. It, it's, it's right. Amen. You better be trying to really see what it's going to take to save you. Instead of you picking things and looking for things just, uh, amen, to try to uh, put you in the spotlight. Job 11, 13, and 15, listen. If thou prepare thine heart. Now, if you prepare your heart. And stretch out thine hand. If you be honest with yourself, Lord have mercy. If you're in the valley, he'll get you up. But you've got to reach out your hand and say, Lord, I need help. Take my hand. Hallelujah. I can't climb the mountain alone. Glory to Jesus. Huh? God wants somebody that's going to call on him. You say, Lord, it's not my will. You can't make it on your own. Hallelujah. God got his own way of saving us. We can't point out ourselves the right direction. We got to let God do it. And Job said, what? If thou prepare thine heart. If you will prepare your heart. Get your heart in the right condition. Hallelujah. Then stretch out your hand to God. Represent the Lord, I need some help. I need you to help me. Come on. If iniquity be in thine hand. Now if iniquity is something wrong with you. Hallelujah. You need to spread everything out of the altar. Hallelujah. You know the devil will make you find fault. Say, well, that old pastor, he ain't teaching this and he ain't teaching that. And he's doing this and he's doing the other. <laughs> well, you see, you can't make God believe it. You may call somebody else to believe it, but you can't make God believe it. And until he believes it, everything remains the same. Hallelujah. Read. If iniquity be in thine hand, uh -huh. put it far away. Did, what did he say? Get rid of it. Isn't that what he said? Don't keep it. Don't cherish it, but get rid of it. Come on. And let not wickedness. And let not wickedness. Well, in thy tabernacle. Did you hear that? Read. For then shalt thou lift up thy face. Now, if you do this, then will you lift up your face? Without spot. Without spot. Yea. Did you hear what he said? You shall be standing. You won't have to be wavering. You won't have to have doubts in your mind. You can go to God and look for him. Look to him. That he'll be able to help you regardless of the consequences. Hallelujah. I'm talking about steadfast. Don't let the devil unhinge you. But my God, he's trying to do it. Amen. You know what the Bible said? Buy the truth and sell it not. Don't let him unhinge you. Hallelujah. And yet he's trying. But God said, I'm going to put you the watchman on the wall. I want you to cry. Cry like, spare like, lift up your voice like a trumpet. 
that's what I want to see. Hmm? Do you want to be saved? Yes. Do you want to be saved God's way? Yes. I got the way to say it. I want to tell you what thus said the Lord. Amen. God's word condemned. Amen. It killed. It brings back a lot. Savior. If you make up your mind, I want to do what God said to you. Regardless of the test, how hard it may be. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. Amen. Get me Psalm. Psalm 78 and 8. Psalm 78, the 8th verse, and the 37th verse. Anybody that will leave apostolic truth. Lord, you told me teach. That will leave apostolic truth. You going downhill. And some have left apostolic truth, apostolic faith. You ain't going up, you going down. And turn and go to a Jehovah Witness Church. Who don't believe that Jesus is the Savior of the world? Who don't hardly believe in Jesus at all? And you go there. You are unstable. Huh? Can I say it like it is? Yes. Can I say it like I want to say? Yes. You go there. You crazy. You can't have good sense. And then going to write a letter back. If I was you, I'd be ashamed. Hmm? Number one, I don't believe you ever had no Holy Ghost. I don't believe nobody that really ever been truly born of the Spirit will go backwards. They may backslide, but they'll stay out there. And if God never there with them to come back, they'll just stay out there because they know ain't nothing else right with this. But when you leave here and go to something else that is degrading, you ain't never had no Holy Ghost from the beginning. I know what the Holy Ghost will do for you. Huh? Is he teaching Bible class? Yes, honey, I'm teaching. Just follow me. This is what you get in trouble about. This is read they wanted to kill Paul. Read they wanted to kill Jesus. Read they wanted to kill Peter and all of them. Because they dealt with facts. I've got to tell you the truth because somebody want to be helped. Before I finish, I'm going all the way over in the far country. I'm going to tell you about the Pope. Oh, yes. 
Huh? I'm going to tell you about the one that is going to deceive the world. But those that know the truth is the only one that will be persecuted. Because they will stand up with the bat in their head and say, for him I live. And for him I'll die. Hallelujah. You won't let things change you because death is coming. And the, death, and the devil can come in so many different ways. He'll come as a beast. Seems like that he's going to run into your entire part. Far coming out of his nose. And he running, but you just stand there. When he get close enough, honey, he's going to cut aside. Hallelujah. God won't dare to run into you. Hallelujah. But if you see him coming and he looks so bad and you take off and start to run him. Oh, no. But you just stand there. The devil is nothing but a deceiver. And he is a bluffer. Hallelujah. He'll make you think he's going to tear you apart. But just stand there. Hallelujah. Stand there. You ain't there alone. My brother, the head's around. You may not see what the devil sees. Hallelujah. Nothing can happen to us except God permitted to happen to us. Hallelujah. Just stand there with faith. Hallelujah. God knows what he's doing. Before it's all over with, you're going to be tried. For you coming here, this will happen in your time. But you're going to be tried if Jesus tarried. And you live long enough, you're going to be tested. Amen. But blessed is he that has strength. Enough to end due to the end. You've got to start to prepare for this thing right now. What will I do if communists take over now? Will I deny him? Or will I be like the Hebrew boy? Hallelujah. You read about Daniel and the lions did. But what about you if something comes that comes for you? Hallelujah. We got to make up our mind because we are trailing, amen, the apostles. But they left a bloody trail. You know they did. Hallelujah. It wasn't easy. Some of them was tall and feathered and burned. Some of them were sawed or something. Hallelujah. Some was dismantled. Hallelujah. But they still held on to him. Hallelujah. Paul said, you don't know what this is all about yet. You don't know what it means. Hallelujah. Paul would beat them until blood ran down his back. Until he was left outside the city. Half dead. But God raised him up. One thing about God, he said by his words. He was entering into one city and God said to Paul, he said, Paul, don't you spare. Hallelujah. I want you to tell the truth. Don't you hold back not one inch. He said, I'll stand by you and I'll see to it that one straight I have on your head be hard. When God tells you something, you can stand on Come in, but honey, 
trusting in man, but we're trusting in God. Hallelujah. We ain't got our heads down. I'm not sorry I'm saved. I'm not sorry I got the Holy Ghost. But I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. I can't get out there and do like the world is doing. I can't go to nightclubs because I don't want to go. I'm not starting about these basketball games or whatever kind of game they got out there. When church is going on, let me be found in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not thinking about going to no uh, show or uh, what you call it? No movies. Not alone, say. Because all of that damnable stuff in there, suppose that the whole building catch a fire. Huh? How many know something about the place in Natchez? When that big nightclub was down there. I know God didn't have nobody that belonged to him. But they danced all night. Just had it for a regular trip. Hundreds and hundreds was in there. But finally caught a fire. I'm not rejoicing. But I'm trying to tell you that the devil will get you to play and trap you. Because he don't love none of us. Thank you, Jesus. Did you read the scripture? No, you didn't. Read that one for me. We're going to quit. My God, I haven't started. But I'm talking about being steadfast. Now she's reading Psalm 78 and 8. Come on. And not and might not be as their father. All right. A stubborn and rebellious generation. God don't want us to be stubborn. Huh? And some of us so stubborn we won't even say amen. Hmm? Let me say something. That is true. God is good. I say God is good. God is wonderful. Wait, I ain't caught nobody yet. Everybody's mouth flying on. Well, that's the truth, is it? Amen. Amen. <laughs> 